This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Yes, a disappointing, a disappointing result, and uh, certainly the first hour a very dif- disappointing performance. I think really it was, it was one of those kind of things where you look at and you think, well, are we showing the same level of of ambition that we showed in the transfer window? Is it not transferring across to the players? And then we really tried to put the effort in after the kind of the triple substitution came on and Dennis went right and Ryevich came on, but. Did he did he contribute uh, much? Anybody who was down the Vicarage Road end would be able to tell me. It, it was it was the one real moment of quality in in the game, or rather certainly in the first half, that saw Josh Bowler be given pretty much the freedom of West Watford down the right hand side, but put in an absolute world. In fair play to him, you can't can't begrudge somebody hitting a strike like that. But we seem to get into the positions and never seem to quite show the same level of intent or capability to to test enough from what we have. That that last half an hour it looked like if anybody was going to get something it would be us and yet there were some oddities in there you may not know the history of the word wasting time but it basically started off with Cardiff who literally put the NG in wasting time their 38 whatever his name was crying out loud if anything wouldn't stop him going to ground I don't know what would but Let's talk about let's talk about Watford rather than worrying about the opposition. They've got a they've got three points on the road and they're quite happy. So fair play to them. Justin, so what did you make of of today's proceedings and and everything thereof? Well, it's interesting you mentioned Ng. Wasn't he the bloke who took about twelve minutes to do a shoelace up? Yes, um, that was the, the one. First half. He he had Good several God. instances of stuff that I was amazed that, that he didn't get a kind of a booking for it. But at, at some point, but I appreciate a certain level of that, and I'll be honest with you, certainly level of that is going to be sour grapes because it was one of those games that you thought, surely this is there for the taking. They've shown one moment of quality, and then they've been quite getting about and sticking a foot in, etc. But we seemed incredibly unambitious for the first hour. We had obviously in the first half, young Yasser Espria, the ball came into him, it was under his feet, he failed to get a shot away. But other than that, the first half didn't really offer much. What did you make of that in the second half? No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. 
if I'm going to be charitable, and this is me being very charitable. <laughs> oh, blimey. I know. Stand by. Third game in six days, wherever it is. So yeah, you might say there's some tired legs out there, but there was just no ambition. I didn't think. I didn't think going forward seemed to be a an anathema to them and for the first 60 minutes yeah we did look more likely to be the team to score in the second half well the last part of the second half I think Dennis if he'd have squared that rather than trying to roof it there might have been someone on the end of it to, to put that in but no, it was just one of those games that just I can't see anything massively positive out of it Peter I think yeah it was just for me it just summed up like you said I think at the beginning like like the transfer window it's all a bit sort of right okay is that it and I think they're the players you got now unless we're going to bring in some pre-transfers that's your squad now until the end of May good luck because we got Leicester next week and that's going to be painful if we play like that that's for sure yeah, we did get shots away. We got some on target there. I think the majority of it was in the second half. Kone hit the post with a, a build-up. Delhi Bashir had the opportunity, had the chances. And in the, in that last, especially in that last quarter of an hour, it felt it wouldn't have been at all surprised for something to have come. I think the frustration is, and I appreciate this is the kind of the argument of the modern manager versus, versus old blokes like me who look at it and go, why can't we play like like that? from minute one why can't we go and put them under pressure why can't we go and be front-footed and go and play aggressive football and the answer may be that we needs the squad to, to become fit and to have I think it'll be interesting to see what people think about Emmanuel Dennis because there was that opportunity where the chance was to square it I thought Earlier on in the game, he had a, a chance where I was thinking, go on, then pull the trigger, and he squared it across to, to, to Yasser Esprit. I think it's going to be, we're going to have times when any goal-scoring style player will take shots when they should, yeah. or, or they have a better a better position player square of them or ready to receive it. That's going to happen. Think, um, it was frustrating to have so much possession and yeah. so much of it going across the back and not putting it forward. Because when it goes forward... If that's what we can create merry hell in the last 15 minutes, albeit not putting the ball in the back of the net, wouldn't it be nice if we did it for longer? Yeah, I think Semmer made a bit of a difference when he came on. It'd be nice to see him mm-hmm. playing a bit more as well. Just on a, on a separate thing, I just want to say to Rich WFC, who I believe is taking Mrs. WFC I'm, out. I'm going to bring him on. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna, I, I will bring Rich on now. I'm going to bring Rich on now because then we can talk to him uh, and then he can get then he can do the important thing of taking Mrs. WFC2 out for her birthday. Happy birthday, Mrs. WFC2, obviously, Rich. <laughs> Hello, sorry. Just walking in the door. Oh, fair enough. Well, we're just wishing, we're wishing Mrs. WFC to a happy birthday and, and, right, and nice. ask, him, ask him where the five five goals were because that's yeah. what happened last time you did yeah, well, dinner's, dinner, dinner's in the dog tonight and I ain't even got a dog so there you go never mind so oh. come on let's get you your thoughts in and done so you can go and concentrate on Mrs WFC too <laughs> well just absolute garbage it was rubbish from start to finish and it's just I just typical Ishmael at times it's so negative I've never seen a team pass a ball sideways, backwards, taking goal kicks. It was mind-numbing. That first half was a disgrace. Worse, worse of the season by a country mile. And you think, okay, let's have a bit of raw at half-time. We come out, and for the first 15 minutes of the second half, we're even worse. What is going on? It's just pure mediocre. That's where we are. The transfer window has was basically made that crystal clear. We're a mediocre club. The club is just in void it's just the fans are just sitting there doing nothing just the atmosphere is dead 
it's just poor and every everybody is just happy just to oh we're playing we're having a good season that we like the players yeah fine but that isn't a football team today cardiff were absolute rubbish and we and they were comfortable absolute comfortable for about seven eight minutes maybe at the end we huffed and puffed a little bit dennis tries to do everything on his own bless him it was garbage. We've got a team. Nobody knows where they're playing. I think Esprilia played in about five different positions today and didn't do, do, do any good in any of them. We've got players all over the shop. It's just Pollock. He's got the turning circle of a cruise ship. He makes a mistake for the first goal. A mistimed tackle. And Bowler gets hold of the ball and whacks it into the net. Fantastic goal. Fair play to him. But we've not done anything. We've done nothing to raise the crowd. We've done nothing to get any inspiration into the team. And it's just the same boring. And it is boring to watch. That isn't football. I don't want to see a football team passing the ball around the 12-yard box all bloody day. It's just, I just don't get it. And, uh, well, it's just how a manager can set your team up like that and just and accept that's what we come to be entertained. That's entertainment. If that's entertainment, sorry, you can stick it. I'm really angry, as you can tell. I'm probably a bit too emotional at the moment. I probably shouldn't have come on so early. But No, it, well, this is a service we offer. We allow you to yeah. vent so that when you do know, take Mrs. WC2 out, it's all yeah. done. It's all out of the way. Know, no kicking her. of dogs or anything. Exactly. Bless her. But uh, it's just garbage. I was so poor. I, I'm, I just feel a complete waste of an afternoon. That wasn't a football match I went to watch today. It was so poor. And Ishmael looks clueless on the bench. He did no idea what to do about it. And he seems to be happy with his squad. He wants his tight little cautious little club that he can keep together. There's no ambition to bring in some players to push the others. Cardiff, as poor as they were, had four or five new players sitting on the bench today. We actually played the old Cardiff team that of last week and the week before mm-hmm. who haven't been doing very well. But they had five players on their bench that were saying to them, we want your shirt. So they stepped it up a little bit. And that's what competition for places do. And if Cardiff had wanted it, and for, well, what, that's the only surprise of this game, is they sat back because they probably knew we were useless and they weren't, we weren't going to score. But they actually sat back. If they'd have attacked us, they'd have got another goal comfortably, probably two or three. We are just bereft of our centre-forwards. We, have we got a centre-forward? It's pathetic. How can we go into a transfer window and not come out of it with somebody that looks like a centre-forward? Because we haven't got one. Bayo runs around nicely, but he doesn't look like scoring in a month of Sundays. And as for Rayovic, well, I'm well documented on that that waste of space, and, and it's disgraceful. If you're going to play Dennis, play him down the bloody middle. At least he might create something. Stop moving a Sprilla. Stop moving Martins from the wings or Ken from the wings. Get get players in the positions where they play and play them in their positions. How can Esprilla be playing the middle of the park today? Chakvadatsi disappeared off the face of the earth. Kone did nothing. But these players, they're young players and they're doing nothing in that game. It's just nothing. There was no ambition to go forward. There was no ambition to shoot on sight. We had, we, the first time we really had anything of meetings about the last 10 minutes of the game. That ain't good enough. Not at home. Our home form is a disgrace at the moment. And we are going to be what we're going to be. And, and a lot of people are going to be happy with it. We're going to be a mid-table, mediocre team. And God help us next year when the money has gone, because that's, this is what we're looking at. I'd rather see my team go out and have a bloody go and leave and lose 5-4 rather than that 1-0 dross I'd watch this afternoon.
not happy. Sorry. No <laughs> problem. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Purge Your Soul service. This is so that Rich can basically go out and go, got it all out of my way, and I yep. can now take the missus out for... What are we going out for? Is it? Well, we, we haven't quite decided yet. We're, we're a little bit of a debate at the minute whether we're bringing it in or going out. We're just waiting to think she's been out to, out this afternoon, so I haven't even said hello yet. I've just yeah. walked in. Talk to you. <laughs> she just walked through the door, been <laughs> yeah. ranting away at us. Yeah, That's fair enough. keep out of the I, way. Yeah, I, 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 I thought when he made the change, he dropped Kone a little bit deeper, who'd already been playing pretty deep, but in the yeah. four three, and he played him deeper, and we basically did. I think go close to a four-two-three-one, and he was playing a spree, and then a spree was flitting about all over the place. I, I, and I appreciate it's a game of opinions, but I, I quite like that. I thought it gave us something a little bit more, and in that built into that kind of last 20, 25 minutes, I thought we started to build something. Thought, thoughts on Ryevich were at all situations he basically just jogs slowly towards the opposition goal and, and really doesn't give us anything in that build-up. Unless he's going to get the final touch, we know we ain't going to get anything, which is a we shame. Could be, we could be playing till tomorrow and we wouldn't have scored in that game i'm sorry i so for, for everything and i understand what you're saying but we there is no there's nobody looking to shoot nobody looking to get into the penalty box to have a really have a go and say i'm going to take the game by the scruff of the neck it was crying out for that that, that first half I'm, I'm just shaking with just incandescent and of what i've watched i've watched players they're not even running well, the minute the ball touches them, they all stop. They all stop and nobody does anything. And they just pass it back. And then we pass it back to the goalie. Then we pass it to the right back. Then we come back to the centre back and so on. You did miss an element of that sequence. Then we pass it to the goalie. Then the Cardiff number 38 falls over. Then yeah, we go yeah. to them. Yeah, that's, exactly. that was what was happening. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's well. just mind-numbing rubbish. I'm not a fan of the manager. I never have been. He, he may have got the discipline right and uh, a few people, but he's a cautious manager and what it is. You that's, want someone on the front foot? we face. I want, I want a manager on the front foot having a go. That's what I thought. That's what football's all about. It's called entertainment. That wasn't entertainment today. And if a Watford fan comes in here and says they've been entertained today, then wow, that's all I can say. Good stuff. Have a good evening, good guys. <laughs> Rich, go and take the missus out. Concentrate on her. You've got it out of yep. your system. You don't have to You don't have to inflict anything. And a final happy birthday, Mrs. WFC2. Let's get across to Danny, who with Becky and everybody will be making their way in Northampton way, no yep. doubt. Danny, what did, what did you make of that? Obviously, uh, as you just heard there, Rich purging his soul to us, not happy with, with pretty much anything. I think it's one of those games that people are going to look at the various segments and go, first 60 minutes, I think I'm with Rich personally, but I thought there was something in that last half an hour. I thought we looked like we were the, the, the team who were going to come up with something or not. What were your thoughts? To be, to be honest, I've got to be honest, coming into this game, the, the thought of defeat actually never really crossed my mind. I didn't think we would lose. So that, is that me being too cocky or is it just... I, I denied that first half. My God. Sidewards, backwards. Did we rarely cross the halfway line? It was just so negative. And I, I don't know why, because I, I agree with everything Richard said. Cardiff were average. And they were comfortable against us. It was just, I'm not as angry. I am, of course I'm angry, but I'm uh-huh. not as angry because actually as the game went on, you thought, right, the lack of recruitment and it's telling, it's paying its toll on players. They're just getting run into the ground. Ishmael so causes with his serves. The players are scared to run now because they know one little niggle they're going to pull up and then we're going to down to our bare point. It's the lack of recruitment is starting to pay its toll already and we're only two games into the end of the transfer window. So disappointing. Yeah, no, that's very reasonable. I think that's very reasonable. What did you think of Aspria's last half an hour? Because he was flitting around all over the place. Was he rudderless or was it good having him like a freewheeling free spirit in there? First half, I, I didn't even notice. The only time I noticed Aspria was when he was walking out into that 
Agreed. into the second half. I didn't just didn't notice him at all. But yeah, that last part of the second half, you'd notice him a little bit more. Because I think when we saw him last year, we signed that player, that the player in that number 10 role. We, I think that's the player we signed. But again, he's not really played there this season. I think it was his first time there this season. Obviously, Esprit is the kind of player he likes to have a lot of the ball. Yeah, he, he did He did, He did. did try to make things happen. But again, he, I thought he was quite poor today, as, as were most of the team. You can go through the whole team. Lewis was shambles today. Who okay? Who was probably our best player? But Pollock, not sure on Pollock yet. Really not sure on Pollock. Um, who's was okay? Yeah, just okay. Livermore, okay. Kone, I thought probably poor. Chatvadati, anonymous. Martins, anonymous. Really, Aspria, mm-hmm. anonymous. Up until the last part of the second half, and then don't even get me started on the two strikers. My God, yeah, Ravage is a top, top goal scorer, but just offers nothing unless the ball's two yards from goal. Offers absolutely nothing. Obviously. The subs, Dennis looked lively when he came on. Can't, can't wait to he's 100% fit. Sema looked all right. Danny Bashiro, yeah, he was okay, but just lack of urgency, lack of tempo, just a lack of everything. It just let us down today, big time. And like I said, Car- Cardiff were there for the taking. I mean, Cardiff were comfortable. It's just so disappointing, really is. Yes, it is. I don't, and I agree with everybody whose comments were that Cardiff weren't, I, I, I don't think there's that many teams. Obviously, you've got the top six, that's fine. But outside of the top six, I don't think I've seen a team that have really improved pressed me and you're hard pushed no. for some of those top six to be honest with you even, even when we played lots of Leicester it was quite an even game up until you brought Vardy on wasn't it and then the, the Leeds game Leeds are probably the only team off the memory you thought right they 100% fully deserved that win yes I know we have lost the teams that do play well but throughout the whole game Leeds Leeds they battered us really but apart from that really there's not been many games where teams have outplayed us, dominated us, where we've just sat off teams and teams have just been comfortable against us and got the win it's just again it's, it's so annoying. I, I honestly thought I was watching watching a team from last season. That, that, that's what I thought I was watching today. So two questions for you, Danny. Obviously, Tuesday yeah. we are travelling to St Mary's. What yeah. sort of team has to go down play there, the bearing in mind? Play the kids. Couldn't give a toss about it if I got now. Play the kids, seriously, because we, we haven't got the squad now to, to, to cope with all these matches now. Just play the kids. Go out. I mean, there's, there's no point because we're going to go out the next round anyway. So it's just boiler. Just play the kids. Get out of the cup. And then obviously, because we've got lesser next week, love, lovely easy game. Hooray. So, yeah. Go on, what's your other question? So, so it's a, it's a, it's almost like a repeat of the Reading game last yeah, season when it. we were... Just play the kids. I, I couldn't yeah. give a toss now. Cool. No, fair enough. And, of course, well, we've got Leicester next next week. We won't talk about that. What do mm. you think are the best and the most... Re- and then also the most realistic hopes for the season for Watford? Well, if, you, if you're if you're Gino Potts, so if you're Scott Ducks, if you're Gianluca Nani, if you're Valerian Ishmael, you're saying top six, but you can get that out the window right now. Um, because it, it proved today we are not ready for players. We haven't got the squad to compete with players because to compete in the players, you need a big squad because you've got all these tight games. We haven't got the squad to do that. So we should be looking at just getting comfortable mid-table and see where we are because the parachute money is going to run out this summer. So then we are going to have to make probably a lot more changes than we probably did in the summer. So I, I, I just, if you're asking me, I just think we're a mid-table side. That's where we, sh- we should be setting our sights on. But you know what the club's like. They will be setting our sights on like motion until it's out the window. So, but we'll just have to wait and see, really. Okay, mate. All right. Okay, well, look, yeah. lovely just to, to wave at you and, and Becky yeah, and, yeah. And, and your dad there today. Sorry we yeah. didn't get over, but it was lovely meeting everybody down at the bunker today. This is Barry from Watford saying, you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In the meantime, let's get across to, we're going to go to Wendover, then we're going to go to Uncle Ron, then we're going to go to Neil Nelly Connor, then we're going to come to Charlie in that order. So do stick with us, guys. Greg, sir, what, what were your thoughts? Obviously, some, some fairly damning reviews, first of all. Anything positive to pick out from, from the 90 minutes? I'll give you one negative. Ooh. Getting out of what? Getting out of Watford this evening. I don't know what the traffic is. It's worse than ever. But, oh, uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think Rich WFC covered much of it. You know, very disappointing, wasn't it? Very disappointing. They looked leggy. They looked... It, it, it was just a poor performance, wasn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've said my bit as ever. I, I thought for 60 minutes we looked... We looked like we were without tempo. And I'm not saying we brought on yeah. any quality because there wasn't that much quality on show throughout the game, to be quite frank. Uh, uh, other than, and we have to tip our hat to Josh Bowler, a worldie of a finish. Well done, sir. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as we said, did did get shown in there and given time to pull the trigger. But pull the trigger, he did. And fair play. Two, we two, poor, two poor sides, Pete. One minute of quality won the match. They are dog awful, Cardiff. Awful. How we've lost to them at home, God only knows. Well, they did for um, us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with Rich. Play Dennis down the middle. He's a box of tricks. And by playing him down the middle, he, he's looking like there's some. He looked fitter today than, than he did last week. So, okay. Southampton, forget about it. Agree with, agree with the, the, the last daddy. But. Play Dennis down the middle, and then if you do play Dennis down the middle, you can, you can have Espria on the pitch and Martins on the pitch, or you can have your quality players on the pitch at the same time. No, good Suppose. stuff, George. We're going to be coming to you in just a minute, mate. So you just stay on mute for a second, and I'll come to you once we're done. We went over. Cheers. I think we've got George on. Everybody, that'd be nice. To oh, have. George is a George is a mate of mine. Oh, I think lovely. A, I think he's had a skinful, so he'll be great entertainment. Well, should we bring him on um, now? Should we bring him on now? Then, well, bring him on in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> go, on, go on then. No, no, bring me on now. Yeah, come on, George. In you uh, come. In you I, come. I, I want to. I want to go. I want to go when you chase the game, Pete. I want to go two up front, mate. I want I, I, I want two I want two strikers up front when when I'm chasing a game. What a Greg, what a waste of time. Greg wants to go two up. What do you reckon, sir? What were your thoughts today? Well, everybody loves to go twos up, don't they? <laughs> Budum tish. <laughs> so, well, why not? Okay. okay. Everyone loves to go twos up. It's it's, it's, it's most most mainstream, isn't it? <laughs> You're not going to get um, a lot of sense out of George well, just say, tonight. Fuck you. Go on. No, go on, George. You <laughs> keep going. Come on. You will. He will. Uh, I think he's fallen out. You, no, he's, he's not yeah. there. He's not there. We we all like going two up. Apparently, there we go. Anyway, yeah, yeah. never mind that. We we will hopefully get yeah, George I, back I, on. I, I, I want to I want to see Dennis playing up top because at least he's a box of tricks and he'll give you something different. He's got the pace as well. So stick him stick stick him up top down the middle. Also, Pete, you touched on the time wasting earlier on. Now this isn't sour grapes, but the start of the season they really stamped down on this, mm. and you're having a 
eight, nine, ten minutes of extra time. Now they've gone back to how, how it's always been, and teams will continue to take the piss out of the referee. And I don't know why, because I think it was working at the start of the season. But now these refs have gone back to the standard three, fours and five. That wasn't five minutes. That was more like 15 minutes should have gone on. The first half, they put two on. It took him two minutes to do his damn shoelaces up. Yeah. So so that, but that's sour grapes because we've lost. And we would time manage as well if, we, if we're game managers. Of course managers, we would. If we're one, if we're one goal up, it's poor Pete. They, they, they do look tired. I do think we miss KMB. We miss that dynamism in midfields, and I hope he's back very soon. TDB, I think, did make a difference when he came on. He added something. Aspria, poor, poor game, poor game, and everybody out there that was calling Pollock the great hope. You can see why he hasn't been picked up till now. He, he, he's so slow. He's. He, I'd rather have Siri Alter in there with Hoyt. I think they're our first choice pairing. Livermore was Livermore today. Peter, I bumped into Peter Ryan at halftime. Oh right, uh, lovely. And obviously, Pete doesn't come on and talk. But I, I, I hope Peter, you don't mind me quoting you. He said, "Livermore looks like if you ever go and watch a a Sunday league game or a Saturday afternoon game where the standard is pretty poor, but there's one old head in that side that's played at a higher standard. That's exactly what and he is playing." And is playing at the back and controlling it all and and pointing and just being a professional and, and adding a bit of extra. That is what and, and Livermore, if you'd never if you if you've never watched a football match in your life and I sat you down today and told you assess the Watford team, you'd say, Yeah. That's your one quality player. But no, disappointing. Your answer where we're going this season, we're going to finish 12, 13, 14, aren't we? There's the transfer window outlined our ambition. So it is what it, it, is, what it is. I've jo- I've enjoyed the majority of the season. I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy today. I thought it was uh, a lethargic, pathetic performance. And... You, you, I think you said we would we wouldn't score if we were playing till midnight today. We, we just wouldn't score. But I, uh, I tell you what, I'd like to see. I'd like to see the kids. I say the kids, the under the under twenty ones or the under twenty threes, whichever age group it is. Now I keep forgetting to be played against Southampton, and let's do what we did with Reading last year. Because a, yeah. remember what came out of that? Right, that was Ryan, Ryan Andrews' Andrews. first game, yeah, and everyone yeah. went. We might have a right back there. Now, we don't know what else there is, and until they step up, and, of course, against Southampton, they're going to get the runaround. If it's it's 8-0 or what have you, if you're putting in youngsters against uh, a a, a real first-class Southampton side, they would be potentially capable of doing that. But also what you'll see is you'll see effort, you'll see people in the shop window trying to do something, and you'll see somebody like, for example, Jack Greaves, who's been in and around the squad, hasn't had his chance. Give him a shot on that and see what might come out of there and just literally have it as a an opportunity to properly take a look against some quality opposition uh, for, for those young'uns because uh, the worst you get out of that is these players get experience and it might be a bad one but you know what you learn from losses even more than you do from from, from wins and triumphs most certainly Wendover thank you ever so much sir let's get across to Florida sorry Ron I think are you in the car there or are you or are you, are you with us hiding away from the kitchen 
No, I am in the car. I'm in a in a parked car. Oh, so. okie dokie. Mm. There you go. So, did you manage to did you manage to watch it, or were you already automobiling around the Florida area? I watched the first half and listened to the oh, second. Uh, you didn't have that in the right order. The second half was for me. Far more involving, far more to take a look at. Not the first 15 minutes of it, but thereafter was better. But the first half was indeed, and I'm going to use a word that you've used, I'm sure, before. I would say definitely turgid. But anyway, so what are your thoughts following the the transfer window we spoke and then and then after today? Well, the first half was grotesque, actually. And, and the... it's grotesque as well at home. Rich mentioned it. Wendover's mentioned it. To not ever go too up front at home is cowardly. It's simply cowardly. And again, I mentioned it after the transfer deadline. Can anyone at this club explain? Because Ishmael gave Andrew French to ask him the question, and Ishmael's response was gibberish. Why did Watford pay 2.1 million for Chuck Vadadze this week? Why did they pay it when he has proven nothing? proven nothing. He was subbed off after an hour today. Very anonymous in the first half, what I saw. Presumably just as bad in the second half. There was an option to buy at the end of the season. What other football club activates that option now in the state that Watford are in? It stinks. I'm going to be very careful with my words, but it stinks. It absolutely reeks and it reeks at the top of this football club and it's not changing. I'm picking up. You're not very happy there, Rupert. I, I, the funny thing was actually on the way out tonight, I was walking out of the uh, Graham Taylor and someone came up to me and went, Ron's not going to be happy with that on the spaces. And they were quite right. You're not. Um, so next week, Leicester, do you think we're going to improve next week or we're going to get humiliated? I think we'll probably lose, but it it's, it's, doesn't really matter anymore. This, this is the football club we have. This is This is the football club. This is the owner. And people aren't that bothered. I'm bothered, but who else is? Rich seems a bit annoyed, but but not enough people are bothered by it. That's that's the great tragedy of this all. Not people don't seem to care that much. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think we are. I, I can't see how we're going to finish anywhere other than mid-table after display like that. It just doesn't look feasible. Like someone said earlier, the top that the people at the top might think that uh, playoffs is achievable, but after a performance like that, I just can't quite see what they're. Why they think that? It just doesn't look good enough to me. But there we are. I'm now hosting this follow lots of things. We seem to have lost Peter. No, I'm with you. Oh, I'm back with you. Hello, mate. Sorry, I have to do some strange kind of coming out and going back in, and it can all fall down. But thank you, Justin, for holding the fort in there whilst whilst that was going on. No, I heard that, and I think the the jury is out for some people in terms of whether or not that was bringing Chat for Tadze was in was a good idea. We spoke on Thursday, Ron, and I don't disagree with you. I thought it was odd timing and an odd use of what was it two. 2.1 or whatever it, the figure was that was said to me it felt like doing it announcing that on the Thursday afternoon and basically what that meant was we've had we've got four players on loan so we've got only one additional loan spot you can only bring in five players on loan and then when we made him permanent almost the natural reaction is ah are we doing that today in order to free up two loan spots 
to fill up for the rest of the day because otherwise it makes no sense, no sense whatsoever. And I, yes, I did. I agreed with you there. I find that I found that very peculiar, but I'm sure we will have some explanation about it in the long term. But who knows? If only there was a supporters trust who weren't neutered, who, who would be able to ask questions like this. It's a shame. Well, I would suggest that, and I do know that the Supporters Trust have been active on other, shall we say, non-playing matters up until this time. I don't think you can, I don't think we can really, I think it's a fair point to say that's what I'd like to have asked now, but I think it would be quite remarkable for us to have finished the gate or finished the transfer window on Thursday, us be playing on Saturday and us know whether or not anything has indeed been asked about that. I'm not suggesting that it would have done. I would imagine that the trust probably does not go and get involved in terms of saying, well, where are the funds for for make it for making signings who knows though if people want that to be the case get in trust with the get in touch with the uh, supporters trust and let them know what you want them to ask seems reasonable seems very reasonable ron sir what do you think the best and worst case scenarios are going to be for the rest of the season i don't think i don't think we're going to be relegated but what are your thoughts in terms of best and worst case scenarios what's the range like i don't think we'll be relegated now but it's just going to meander on isn't it it's just Boring. I think it's very boring. A complete lack of ambition, and very disappointed in Ishmael as well. Not apparently happy to go with this squad. Very disappointed in him. But it, the rot is with the owner. The rot is with the owner, who, as I said at the beginning, apparently drove by it to the game. He drove him to the game. That's you, who you've got. It, it's far more unpleasant than Bassini. Bassini was just. There. How do we know that this is this is breaking news, Justin? I like this. But it, I've heard it, it, it was, a couple of places. I've the, heard it a couple of places, Peter. Oh, Gino drove by it to the game. Well, the other week, I can't remember quite what game it was. It there was there was Rafael Riva of Santander forged letter fame. Then there was Bayer, and then there was and then there was Gino, and behind them were, were various other people and what have you. But it was it was I must confess a yes quite quite a, a menagerie of, of of interesting folk, shall we say, with the club. Oh well, oh well. There well look there, there goes Ron. He's not looking forward to the rest of it thinks it's going to you know dissipate out we've got to hope that obviously that there are some high points for us to look forward to speaking of high points we're going to be coming to charlie after we go to neil nelly connor and then we're going to be coming to taylor so neil sir you know the drill how you doing how you doing Pete? all right you're there yeah well yeah one of those one of those right. afternoons wasn't it what did you make of things right here we go who can rely on good old nelly o'connor to come in at the end put a positive spin on everything. That's why we're going to go to Charlie next. Go on, Charlie. You get yourself ready, sir. Go on, fire away. What's the positive? Come on, you tell us. There isn't. Oh, that was a sucker punch, everybody. Look at that. Look at that from Neil. That was tremendous stuff. You suckered me. Except for this. I think Matthew Pollock had a good game all round, and on there's a lot of the people with the rookery applauded quite a few of these decent forward passes. I fail to understand why we are still playing Jamal Lewis because halfway line he stops. Jesus Christ, boy, there's no one in front of you. Stop, stop, turn, look. I know Uncle Ron's not a fan. I'd love to have Morris back. Morris offers more in that attacking breakout than Jamal Lewis's, not because he's better and gifted than Jamal Lewis, it's because Jamal Lewis just rolls to standstill every time. Yeah. And then it goes back. What the hell is the point in bringing on players to chase the game with 20 minutes to go? Should be playing that from the start. Cardiff, Peter, for God's sake, Cardiff. 
I had this one in the bag. I'm absolutely gutted. It's rubbish. Wow. I'm not, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed, mate. Not at all. That that one was down. That one sends a message. Watford are not interested in getting promoted. That was rubbish today. I'm not going to single out any players because the players are going through a lot of games in a row, cup games. But all I'm going to say is on a positive note, Matty Pollock, I'm glad you stayed. I think you will develop to be a really good player. And some of your forward passing was actually brilliant. Emmanuel Dennis, yeah, he's a lot quicker than he was last game. A lot quicker than he was before. But then again, give him the first half. Go at Cardiff for the first half. Go 2-0 up. Go to the dressing room. Take Dennis off. Bring in a couple of the good old laughing boys like Martins and people like that to kill the game. And let a mediocre team come to Vicarage Road and take a 1-0 win. This is Vicarage Road. What a Cardiff. They're rubbish. Well, we lost the plot. We lost the plot today. How did Ipswich get on today? Oh, well, I, I, I know I know a certain player scored two goals, did he not? Yeah, but Ipswich are crumbling, aren't they now? Wheels are falling off the wagon. We cannot get on that wagon. I've said to you, Pete, a long time ago, we must be ready to go for it from the beginning of March. That means we've wasted an opportunity in the first week in February. No one's seen the team because they've been away for ages except for a cup match. We wasted an opportunity the first week in February to get in the mix. And we're not in the mix. And, that, and I'm sorry, because I always try and be positive towards what football club. I cannot be positive on that display today. Now, the one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to get on the bandwagon and have a go at the manager. Because if I get on a bandwagon and have a go at the manager and everybody else does, guess what? The owner that's owning the club at the moment will just say, hey, I know what to do. Fuck it. Don't fuck that manager. That's a decent manager. But Jesus Christ, today, that might be a reflection of the transfer window that wasn't. And if the transfer window that wasn't is because we haven't got any money. Well, I'm sorry, you guys that have had so much of Watford in the Premier League, you better get used to it because we ain't going back there with the squad that we've got at the moment. And I'm sorry to get emotional. I'm sorry to get angry, but I'm disappointed, Peter. I saw you before the match. We had a light, a right little bit of banter, and I said to you, "We can walk this." Oh yeah, thanks, Nelly. No, we didn't. Well, first of all, there is no need to apologise about coming on here and either being angry or emotional or however you're feeling. This is the place to come to say whatever you choose to say about what is going on. So so first of all, that's fine. This is hopefully the place where we get honest reaction. And I think we can all agree, having heard uh, you know, Nelly on, on, a, on a number of occasions, sometimes in a 44-tonne truck, which I can't deny is very pleasing, be very positive about things. But on the back end of that, and frustrated. We talk about Ipswich, and you talk there about the transfer window. They were 3-0 down on 45 minutes. They were able to bring on Kiefer Moore. Now, Kiefer Moore has been somebody that we've been discussing and linked with and conversations with Jaretta. He came on in 45 minutes. He scored in the 75th and the 87th minute. And I don't, as a number of people have said, today we didn't see anything effective from the forwards. And yes, Ipswich lost, but I would suggest that Al Hamadi will come on and you'll see Kiefer Moore come on and everything. So yeah, it is a question of 
uh, realistically, many teams will say, look, if you're not going to be involving us, if you're not going to be providing some funds for us to be able to help bolster the team, then... What, what are you doing as owners? It's the open question, Mark. Nelly, no problems with that whatsoever. Today, as I say, you come on and say whatever you feel. Speaking of which, let's get to Charlie, who we also saw outside the bunker earlier on. Charlie, sir, how are we doing? Hello, mate. Oh, I'll start with the highs. It was nice to see you meet Justin, Gary and Rich. Yep. Love uh, Gary, I owe you a pint, mate. Sorry, I didn't have time to get another round in. I did bought Peter normally doesn't run away from the bar when it was my turn to buy. <laughs> only teasing, only teasing. Oh, that's all right, that's okay. Right. But then we all got in the ground and... Yeah, it went south, didn't it? And yeah. everyone said everything about the game. I can't add any more. We were poor all over the park. Matty Pollock, for me, looked out of his depth today. I want him to do well. I really do, because... He obviously wanted to stay and fight for his place. But as I was saying to to Gary earlier, now we've got a small squad and I would say eight out of them, 11 players know that they're going to start. There's no incentive for them to A, train well and train hard or B, play well. And maybe they're becoming a little bit complacent as well as tired. I do sympathise with the squad a little bit because we are playing a lot of matches in a short space of time and we haven't really got the luxury now of changing things about too much. I looked at the bench today and I thought, well, who is there on that bench that is going to make a difference if we need them to? And it turned out when he did make the changes, there was no one. Dennis was okay. I agree. I think he should be playing him down the middle. When I saw Ryovich come on, I just fell on my chair laughing. I thought, well, if we, if we think he's going to get anything out of him, then good luck. But the thing I was going to say is I've been a big fan of Valerian Ishmael this season. But for me now, he's starting to just sound like he's following the corporate line. And I can understand that. He's being paid a wage. He's got a job to do. And maybe he's worried about his pay packet. But can, can we honestly say that he's genuinely happy with this squad and he's genuinely pleased with the transfer windows we've had? You look at the summer transfer window, we've got rid of Reese Healy, we tried to get rid of Tom Ince. They're two players that were recruited this summer. I don't know, we've gone full circle with Gino. We're back to where we roughly were before he came in. God knows what the books look like, although I think we all know roughly what's coming next season. And as has already been mentioned tonight, and I was going to mention him anyway, but are we really in a better position than we were with Baz? I know we've got the new stand and the ground's been tied up with a lick of paint and we've got a nice posh corporate area and all the rest of it. But on the pitch, I would say we're worse off than we were under Baz. And that for me is worrying. So unless this American investor group or if there's another billionaire in the background or something's going on that we're not quite aware of where money is going to come in the summer, then I would say to everybody, and I went off on a bit of a rant on Wednesday night, but people now need to start looking a bit further ahead than the next couple of games because if you think this is bad now, wait until the summer because we're going to be 40 million down before we even start. We haven't really got that many gold nuggets left and we haven't got an academy that is producing 
many stars. We've got Jack Greaves lurking around in the background. I'd love to see him a bit more. But apart from that, I can't see where we're going to get the players from next season. So I'm really worried. It's not just a knee-jerk reaction after today's game. You, you'll remember, Peter, I had a bit oh, yeah. of a, a moan on, on Wednesday night. I've been <laughs> whinging. I've been whinging for two or three years. Oh, because... Charlie, come on. This is high-quality whinging. I don't think, I don't think you can feel so bad about it. No, I, it's an interesting one. Today, a couple of people I was speaking to down the bunker kind of said it, it just feels that it feels like time for a regime change. Yeah, we're tired of it. It feels like he's tired of it. And that this might be obviously completely wrong, but this is just how people are feeling on an emotional sort of level, or many people, not everybody. Many people will be looking at it, I'm sure, and going, no, it's great. We've had all of this time, etc." And they could well be right, and that might be fine. I, I think the intre- a couple of really interesting things that you pulled out there was, one, what we will know between now and the end of the season is the finances, the latest uh, finances will be out at at the end of March. On those, we would expect to see, because all of those finances go a year in arrears, we would expect to see a Macquarie bank item of somewhere in the region of, I think it was 29 million was what we were told, was left outstanding on it literally a year ago, which is what we get a sight of, in order for it to now be bought you know, back down to zero a following year because it's a two-year to your thing. So that's one thing we should hope to and expect to see. And that should hopefully reduce the payments that are leveraged on the club. Because as if you may have seen the, the, the words, I'm not talking to you, Charlie, but everybody here on it was the fact that we would be debt free. Now the, the, the phrase debt free was thrown around, I would suggest a little too liberally. And because obviously a lot of people have taken a look at this, what that meant was that the, that operational debt, the Macquarie bank loan, a lot of things that, that were literally Scott Duck's his commercial requirement to pay it back that was going to be all consolidated into into one easy loan as they always say if you're Rob Brydon on the TV episodes into one easy loan you would also have the the factoring stuff the kind of the borrowings we make against player payments coming in and then the third part which is still debt is what is owed to Gino or to group holdings in there as well so we'd hope to to see that absolutely but your point about well how many players will we have and what are we going to be missing out on and what we have in the youth team is very valid. I think from a youth team and an academy point of view, if you can bring through one or two players a year, it's going gangbusters. And so so we're pleased that we've got Ryan Andrews, but once he's in there, we're now looking for the next one. As you say, Jack Greaves would be good to see. I was chatting to somebody today who said that Adeyemo has had a, quite a, a difficult, niggly injury to try to, to come back from. So that's why we haven't seen hide nor hair of him for a little while. So we'll hopefully see if some of those can come back in. But would you use Tuesday and put the kids in against Southampton and see if there's anything in there of worth hanging our hat on? Yeah, I think you're right. We need to. We do need to go back to square one. We've gone full circle with Gino. And the only hope that I'm clinging on to is maybe we're not spending much to clear the debts. So we do look more attractive to any potential investors stroke buyers that want to come in. That's the only thing that I can think now that makes any logical sense because going back 20 20 years or so when we were in the shit again, we always had a little bit of money that we would sell a player for a few million. There'd be our one star and it would hurt, but we understood that we had to do it. We would then put some of that money back in to buy players. And I don't want to nick Uncle Ron's line, but we haven't done that really this year. We've sold, we've raised over 50 million, maybe even more than that. And we've spent what, three, four million in total now? Two and a half million of that was on old Shaka Taxi, as I call him. Again, that was 
very strange. And I think, again, we have to be careful what we say here, but I think if people put two and two together on that one, maybe they will come up with four as to why we bought him now. Maybe somebody would benefit out of that deal themselves, let's say, who knows. But it's just weird. I'd rather we'd have spent that two and a half million getting a couple of League One players in or even League Two players in. Just players that are maybe catching the eye lower down the professional leagues that we think, okay, let's get them in and see how good they are. It's worrying, and I just want to say it one more time. People now need to look a bit further than the next game or two. I don't want to come across as an arrogant so-and-so that thinks I know everything, because I don't, but I just want people to look a little bit further down the road now because, as I said to you on Wednesday night, potentially we're going to be in the shit soon, and it's going to be not going to be pretty next season if we're going to keep going down the line we're going down at the moment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.